This is Gemar Yevomis Adaf Lamid Zayin. All the learning should bring an incredible Shlashidah for Yisrochaim and Tavaria Shira. Shlomim and Libizava, Oivik Bentali, Shim and Chaya Bluma, Yehudas, Vasasim, Amalgot, Amasibar, Basparal Rachel. They shall find the Shidachagum Bikarab, as well as the Schutz for Oshlema, Shmuel Yusman, your Fedish Mom and Tila, Naftalatil, Michlas, and Nacham of Asviva, Sir Bluma, Bas, Amindo, Chaimuji, Shua, Ben, Malka, Besoy, Vasheva Fego, Vashira Chano, Besoy Shar, Choyle, Yisrael, and we pick it up in the bottom. Of Lamidvav Amid Beast. We're holding approximately 10 lines from the bottom. It says the Gemara, Omar Lei, Rav Yeshua, excuse me, Omar Lei, Rav Ashi, Le Rav Hoishia. Says Rav Ashi to Rav Hoishia as the Gemara begins a new sogya. Braid Ravidi, Rav Hoishia, the son of Ravidi. Hasam Tanan, it says as following in a price. Rav Shimon Gamliel Laimer says, Rav Shimon Ben Gamliel, Kosheshav Adam Lamid Yaim, Enoinethel. If a baby lives for 30 days, Baruch Hashem, the child is not an evil. If the child subsequently, Rahman is Nifter, has the status of a full-fledged child that was Nifter. If it did not live for 30 days, says Hashem Gamliel, it's a suffix if that child is considered a viable child. That is the opinion of Rav Shimon Gamliel, and this is a Braisa Weir, a Braisa in Gemara and Shabbos, Dav Kuf The Gemara by us does not quote the opinion of the Rabbanan, but as we'll see, there are though, there is an opinion of the Rabbanan that hold that even if the baby does not live for 30 days, this child has the status of, of, of a baby, even a full-fledged child, even without living for 30 days. But that's Rav Shimon Gamliel. Says the Gemara of Itmar, and we learned on that Braisa. Let's say the child dies within 30 days. And the mother of this child, and the mother did Kedushin. Meaning, the mother assumed that she she had a child. Therefore, there is no Yibam, there is no Chalitza. And what did she do? She went and she got up and she married herself to... She married herself to another man. She did not do Chalitza. She did not do Yibam, of course. And she assumed she had a child. There's no Yibam, there's no Chalitza. And she went and she married someone. So what is the status right now? So again, The fact that the baby died within 30 days, what does that mean? That means, according to Shem Gamliel, for sure, it's not a status of a child. Therefore, she needed Yibam and Chalitza. She didn't. She went and she married elsewhere. If she married in Yisrael, then Chaletas, then the original brothers do Chalitza. Why Ishis Israel? Because then she's allowed to stay married to him. Then Meshis Kayani says, Ravina, Enoi Chaletas. She's allowed to stay married. She does not do Chalitza. That is the opinion of Ravina in the name of Rava. Rav Meshar Shemeshmedu Rava argues, and he says, Amar, Achazu, Achazu Chaletas. They both need Chalitza. Whether the husband is a Kayin, whether the husband is and not a kain, regardless she needs chalitza. And of course, then she would not be allowed to stay with the kain. That is the machlik is Ravina Ramasharshu. What do we do right now with this woman that went and married out, married elsewhere? She accepted Kedushin, but her baby then died, thereby showing us that she did not have a child. She was required to do Yibam and Chalitza. So Amrli Ravina the Ramasharshu, Ravina, who says that we only require to do something for Ishis. 
Yisrael, but not for Isha's Kain. Says Rabbi Yisharshia, at the evening, that's what Rabbi said. Rabbi said, like you said, that you should have to do Chalitza, even if she married a Kain, which would thereby forbid her from staying with the Kain. However, he continues and says, but Bisafra in the morning, Rabbi was Chayzer, and Rabbi said, no, if the husband is a Kain, she needs nothing. Amar Lay, Ramishash responds, Sharitu, what are you telling me? You're telling me they allowed her to stay married without any chalitza? It should be the will that you can even make that which is also forbidden fats, tarba. You're going to make that mutter as well. Basically, Ramishashi responding, how could he do such a thing? How could you tell me she stays married without any chalitza if she did not have a child? The baby died within 30 days. It does not have a status of a child. Says the Gemara, now we take this discussion that we just had with Ravina Ramasharshia, and we take that and we bring it back home. Says the Gemara, Yesterday we discussed a woman who is either pregnant or a woman that is nursing whose husband either divorced her or died, we said she has to wait, she cannot get remarried, it's a sakana for the child, and therefore if she did, we said yesterday she has to get divorced and wait, either till the baby is 24 months old, or at least until she's not pregnant in each case. So says the Gemara, what if she's married to a kain? We're seeing in this Machlech, is Ravina Ramesharisha, that perhaps there's a bit more of a dispensation to a kain, because once you get divorced, you're not going to be allowed to remarry that kain. So says the Gemara, what about in this case? Is it going to be the same din? Or not? Do we make a special takana for the kain? If you look at Rashi, in the first narrow line, Rashi explains what we just said. That if he divorces her, he's not going to remarry her. Uh, excuse me, so the Shaila of the Gemara is, could we say that maybe a special leniency if she's married to Kain, don't get divorced, just wait until the requisite time period passes. So Amar so it continues the Gemara, the Rav Hashi responds to Rav Hashi, what's your comparison? Like we explained, in the Gemara, in Shabbos, the Rabbanan argue on Rav Shimon Gamliel, and the Rabbanan say that even if the baby dies in 30 days, still it's enough to pot to her from Yibben Chalitza, to Amri the Rabbanan hold, even though the baby didn't live, it's called of a lot of fundamental machlaikas. What potters from Yibben Chalitza, the Rav Shimon Gamliel says, no, it's a regular din of a child, the baby has to live for 30 days, if the baby doesn't, it's an evil, it's nothing. Says the Rabbanan, they argued over there in Kuflamine and Shabbos Kuflamine Vav. The Rabbanan argued and they said, no. The Rabbanan argued, once the baby is born, that's enough. I, the baby died after two weeks, it still bothers her from Yibam and Chalitza. So says Rav Haishia, over there I understand that we make a leniency for the Kayin because there was a baby. Even though it died, the sheet of the Rabbanan is to be makel, so we could be makel like the Rabbanan to help out the Kayin. However, However, Gabiisha's Kayin, therefore, Kimadalay Afshar, we have no choice. Abdin and Kirabanan, we're going to go with this Chiddush of the Rabbanan. 
not like Rav Shimon Gamliel, and will allow them to stay married, uh, and not, not require chalitza. But in our case, in our case, there's no opinion to be make like in this case that they married the woman that was pregnant, the woman with a baby, and you want to say, but her, the husband's a kain. If you divorce, they can't get remarried. But who are you saying? What are your options? Our mayor says divorce and never get remarried. The Rabbanan said you have to get divorced. So what's your Shaila says Ravaisha? Here in our case, there is nothing we could do. And it concludes the Gemara, Itmar, Barach. Excuse me, so before he go further, that's really the end of the Gemara. So the Gemara is saying that when it comes to a Mubaraz Chavera, Minekis Chavera, if this woman got married to a Kayin within the time that she was pregnant, within the time she was nursing her child, we feel bad. But there's nothing we could do. Machleg is her me and the Rabbanon, whether she has to get divorced forever, whether she could get remarried, but of course it's a kind, there's nothing we could do, and there's no shita to be saymechan. Says the Gemara concluding this section, Let's say one did Kedushin, not Nisuin, the first stage, betrothal, they did Kedushin, and then, what happened? Within the three months, he did not wait the requisite time period, and then Barach, and then he ran away, so, of course, there's not going to be Nisu in here. So, there's no real issue because we're not going to have an issue wondering who the baby is from because they were never really together. So, no, you did the wrong thing. Chazal said he got away three months and you didn't. Boom, we put you into Cherem. There's nothing that you could do. The fact that he ran away, that's enough. He ran away. We know they're not going to consummate the marriage until the requisite time. No problem. That the running away suffices. So that is concerns of marrying a woman after she was married to a previous husband. Continues the Gemara. The next stage of the Mishnah, they went and they got married. They did not wait. And now that she has the baby, and now we have the Shaila, is the baby Savik Ben Tisha Lerishain Ben Shisha Sheva Lesheni. We have a Shaila right now. Is the baby that is born right now, is it from the second husband, then it's a preterm, a seven-month-old baby? Or is it from the first husband, and it's a nine-month-old baby? And obviously, there's tremendous ramifications. If it's from the first husband, what does that mean? That means... Was she allowed to get married to this man? The answer is yes, because she did not need him in Chalitza, because she had a child, and everything is fine. If the baby is from the second husband, what does that mean? That means she really required Yibam and Chalitza, and therefore we have a serious issue. Let's just point out one one very simple point over here, is that we're, first of all, with regard to the child, the Mishnah taught us that regardless, the child's gonna be kosher, because whether the child came from the, the Vlad Rish, the first husband or the second husband, it doesn't make a difference. We spoke out. Why does it not make a difference? It does not make a difference, basically, because, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get my bearings over here. It does not make a difference, because, it does not make a difference. Right. That's where I spoke out wrong. Now let's fix what we just said. I'm sure people were upset. I'm sorry. Let's fix what we just said. She went and she married the Yavim. That was the case of the Mishnah. The case of the Mishnah was she married the Yavim. And the problem is we do not know who, if she was 
pregnant from the first husband. If she was pregnant from the first husband, now what does that mean? That means she's not allowed to marry the Amma. That means it's an Isser Kares of Ashes Ish. Ashes Ach, excuse me. Because she had a baby. Yibam is only when there's no child. So if she was, if this child is from the first husband, then her living with the Yavam is Isser, an Isser Kares. But what's the child? The child's Kasher, so the first husband. If the child's from the second husband, then what? Then great. Then she did Yibam. Everything is fine. And what's the child? The child's from the second husband. So Regardless, the child's going to be kosher. The problem is, what about her? She didn't have era. She didn't have era, and therefore, she has to bring a carbon. And the Mishnah says that what is the halacha? The halacha is chayavim be'asham tali. That's what the Mishnah said. She has to bring a carbon b'safik. We're not sure was she ever an avera or not. Did she live with this man? Was it an iser karis or not? And therefore, the child is kosher, but she brings a carbon asham tali. So says the Gemara. Amli Rav Nachmin. Why are you saying that she brings an asham tali? It's a safik Nashim. Why don't we see? We go with Raiv. The Raiv Nashim Letisha Yaldan. The Raiv dictates that what? This baby is from the first husband. If the baby is from the first husband, is she allowed to be with the Yavam? No. And therefore, what? She was over an Isser Kari's Bivadai. And therefore, she should have to bring a, a carbon Chatos. Why are you telling me that it's a Suffolk? Ask the Gemara. No. She was over a Vada Isser Kari's Bishayik. And therefore, she should have to bring a carbon Vadai. Amar Lehi responds, No, she did on the Shiva Yavin. No, our woman sometimes gives birth after seven months. Amar Lehi responds, Shkoyach, no, she did Chua, That's not the Raiv. The Raiv is still nine month babies. Amar Lehi, no, this is what I meant. You're right, that Raiv, no, she did on Letisha, but umiot, Lishiva, there's a miot. And therefore, Vachola Yoled is Letisha, usually what? Obronikar. If you have a full nine month baby, says the Gemara, you could tell that the woman is pregnant. Lish, lish, yamel, the third of the pregnancy after three months. Bizu and this woman, when she married the Yavam, wasn't recognizable. She was pregnant, obviously not. Since it was not recognizable, Israel Ruba, there's a reyesa. It tampers with the rife, because if she was a quote-unquote normal woman, if she was a lady that gives birth after nine months, it would have been recognizable. The fact that it wasn't that tampers, that gives you a reyesa, that shows you that maybe she's not part of the rife. And that's the reason why we could say, that maybe she's part of the miyat of the seventh month uh, birth bearing ladies. Says the Gemara, very nice, but go back to your words. You say, Kola Yoladis. Every single woman that gives birth after nine months is recognizable after three months. Ask the Gemara, If it's a call, if every woman is nicker uh, by the third month, then when it's not recognizable, it's not just a if you're telling me that every single woman is recognizable three months in and this one isn't, then it's a vadai that what? It was a seventh month baby. Says the Gemara, Elaima, you're right, you have to switch the words a little bit. Generally, the majority of women you can recognize after three months. And this lady, and that is the reason why we have the din in the Mishnah, and that's the reason why she brings an Asham Taloi, because we're not sure 
what her status is. Continues the Gemara, Tanu Rabbonon. Let's continue the story. So first we had, is she allowed to get married to this man? Then we had, what happens if she didn't? She had a child. What is the status of that child? So the child is kosher. She brings a carbon. Continues the Gemara, Tanu Rabbonon. What if she can now continues living to this Yavam? What happens the second child that is born? So the second child is certainly not from the first husband. But is the second child a kosher or yid? Is she really allowed to stay married to this man because the first child was from whom? Herself. Of course from herself. Excuse me. From the second husband and therefore there was no Israel at all and therefore she could stay married and the second child is kosher as well? Or do we say no? The first child is from the first husband. Now is she allowed to stay married to this man? Of course not. It's an Isra Kares. Why? Because you're not letting good do Yibam if there are children. It's called an Isra Ishazach. You're living with your husband's brother. Therefore what? Therefore the child's a mamzer. So Tanu Rabbanon and the first child, we just said the first child, kosher. he could even be a kind gadol. Incredible how the Gemara brings out its point. It's 100% kosher. Pesheni, mamzer misafik. Says the Gemara, but if the second child that she gives birth to is a suffix mamzer, we don't know. Is this marriage allowed to continue? Then it's, it's kosher. Or no, is this marriage not allowed to continue? It's an iser car race every time they're together. And therefore the child is a suffix mamzer. Rav Lozben he is not a Mamzer Misafik. So says the Gemara, what exactly does Rav Ben Yaakov mean? It is a Mamzer Misafik. My Kamar, what does he mean? Amar Abayi says, Abayi Ahachi Kamar. Rish and Rav Lozben Yaakov. Great. Vesheni Safik Mamzer the Aser Mamzeres. The Tanikama holds the, the first child is great. The second child, we're not sure his status. But we're so not sure, he's also not allowed to be with a mamzer. The Allah is when a child's born as a mamzer, if a child is born from an Issacharis, he's also lovely Kali Yisrael, but he's allowed to be married to a likewise person, to another mamzer. Says the Tanakhama, this kid is so messed up. He's a suffix mamzer, unfortunately, and he's usher even to mamzeres. Revelyezer, Aimer, no. Ain't suffix mamzer, Levadai mamzer. Says Revelyezer, no. He's for sure a mamzer. Now, of course, he's not for sure a mamzer, it's a suffix. Rashi points out it's it's like he's about the mamzer to the extent that what says Rav Lazar he says Rav Lazar umotir b'mamzeres. So Abaya learns that the machlekes here is what is the status of the second child? Tanakam holds he cannot marry a mamzeres, and the Rav Lazar holds he could. That's Abaya. Rav Amar Achikamer Rishayin Raylius can go. Great. Shani Mamzer Vada, the exact opposite, says Rava. Shani Mamzer Vada, Misafik, Umotu Mamzeris. Rav Lazbin Yaakov, Aimer, In Vada, Mamzer, Misafik, El Safik, Mamzer, and Asr Mamzeris. So Machleik is a bay in Rava, what exactly is the Shita of Rav Liezer, whether they are, whether the child is allowed to marry Mamzeris or not, Rava says, according to, not just Rav Liezer, I should say, whether you're allowed to marry Mamzeris, Rava says, according to Tanakama, you're allowed to marry Mamzeris, Abaye says, according to Tanakama, you are not, Abaye says, according to Rav Liezer, you are, and Rava says, according to Rav Liezer, you are not. Explains the Gemara, become if the Gibbet Rav Lazar, at the Abedil Rav Lazar, and they're arguing in the din of Rav Lazar. So we have Machlegis Abayin Ravo, what is the Machlegis Anikama and Rav Yezer ben Yaakov? Let's get that clear, it's a little confusing. Rav Yezer ben Yaakov, and says the Gemara, they're arguing within the opinion of Rav Lazar. Says the Gemara, who's a Tana, the Tana we learned in the Mishnah. Rav Lazar, Vadan be Vadan Mutter, Vadan be Sveikon, Sveikon be Vadan, Sveikon 
a mezikin aser. Says of Lazman Yaakov when it comes to marriages of people with potentially surim, avada yisur can marry avada yisur. A suffik yisur cannot marry a suffik. Avada cannot marry a suffik, and a suffik can marry a suffik. That's the sheeta of Rav Lazar, and he explains veilu ain't sakin. What is a suffik? Shduki asufi kusi. One who doesn't know his child are one that we gathered him from the street. One is a kusi. That is the sheeta of Rav Lazar. Amrav Yehuda and says Rav Yehuda, Amrav Alachik Rav Lazar. We baskin like Rav Lazar. And Kamrita Kamrita Shmuel, when they said this in front of Shmuel, Amr Lei Hillel Shanu. So they said this in of Rav in front of Shmuel. He said Hillel Shanu. You know what Hillel learned? Asara Yochsan Al Mi Babel. There were ten types of genealogy that went up from Babel. Bizman Ezra, Kehani, Levi, Yisraeli, Chalole, Geri, Charuri, Mamziri, Nesini, Shtuki, Asufi. Ten different types of people. And says Hillel. Bekulan mutar and lava is abzad. They can all marry each other. So you, Rab, just told me, Rab, you Rab said Allah kavli alzar that only avadi can marry avadi. But we see that Hill says no. Says Shmuel, vaat amrit Allah kavli alzar. Shmuel says to Rab, you're telling me we pass like kavli alzar, but we have the statement of Hill that says no. They can each marry each other. So that is the Brisa, the Mishnah, excuse me, of Rav Elazar. So Abaya and Rav are arguing within this. Abaya, Savala Kishmuel, and of course Rav is going to like Rav. So Abaya was like Shmuel, again Shmuel was the second opinion that said the Sveikas could marry each other. Tamar And we want Rav Elazar Yaakov, as Gemara will explain when we turn over the Amun in a moment, we learn Rav Elazar Yaakov, he was Mishnah Kav Vinaki, he was pure, he was pristine, he always said over the right thing, you remembered perfectly. So we want what he is to say to be halacha lemaisa. So says the Gemara, Bios like Shmuel, and therefore we go with Hillel, and therefore he wants the husband Yaakov to be like Hillel and therefore and that's the reason why Abayah is saying like Shmuel, and that is the reason why Abayah is learning that what is the halacha like Hillel, that the Sveikas are going to be mother. In the Shita of Lazbin Yaakov, Rava Sarvalov Kirav, Damarlochi Kravalazar, Umukilal Razbin Yaakov, Aliba Dilgasa. And again, he wants Lazbin Yaakov to be Lalacha. But he's going within the Shita of Rav, which means that what? It's only a Vaday motor. Kato takes Yalacha Yalacha, so you don't add, asks, Halacha on Halacha, Elchaza Elchaza. And that is the Machlaik as Abaya and Rav. And if you see the top Rashi, we just pointed out, the Kaimla Mishnah Sarvalazar Kav Vinaki. So that's the Machlaik as Abaya and Rava. Learn up the Machlaikis Tanakama and Rav Lezben Yaakov whether they're going within the sheet of Rav Lazar according to Shmuel or according to Rav. Where do I know this from? Where do I know that any Savik or Rav Lezben Yaakov is like a Vadei? And therefore, diff- two different Sveikas, children who's a Savik, the Savik moms who can marry each other. If someone was with many women, he does not know which ones. And similarly, she, she was with many men. And she doesn't know which one she was with. You know what could happen? It could have come out that no one knows who's each other's parents, and a father can marry a brother, and a mother. And uh, not a father, excuse me. A father can marry a daughter, and a brother can marry a sister. And the entire world And that is the reason why that was the concern of Elizabeth and Yaakov. That was a bio. No, this is what it means. Note the word Zima means. 
What is this? That is a, what uh, Rava learned that once there's a suffix, once it's a possibility of Mamzeiris, we have to be concerned with that. And that's the Machlaikas between Abai and Rava. What are we going to do with the second child born from this union? Again, a woman that does not wait the requisite amount of time and therefore we're not sure the first child, whether it comes from the first husband or the second husband. What do we do now with the second child? It's a suffix Mamzer. Is he allowed to be married to another Mamzer or not? Yes. Sir Alkane, more than this, Amr Abla's Ben Yaakov, the Gemara continues this discussion. A person should not marry a woman in this country, in this place, and go marry a woman in another place. Why? You know what happened? The child that's born in New York might go and not know that this woman had another child out in Arkansas. And what's going to eventually happen? The children's and siblings are going to marry each other. So says of Yaakov, we should be concerned about that. Ask the Gemara, Amy, are we really concerned? Varab, Kikla, Dereshar. When Rab came to a place called Dereshar, Machris, he got up and he announced, Who wants to be my wife for one day? Varab Nachman, and similarly, Kikla, Shninza, when he came to a place called Shninza, Machris, he would get up and announce, Who wants to be my wife for one day? So says the Gemara, we see clearly that these great Jews, that Rab and Rab Nachman would have a wife back home, and they'd have a wife over here? And you just told me we shouldn't have different wives in different places. Explains the Ramara, shiny Rabbana, the Pekisha, Maya, Rav, Ram, Nachman. Everyone would remember that they are their children because the Rabbana, they have a call, everyone knows who they are. Ask the Gemara further, Rav, how are they able to do this? The Lacha is, from the time that you ask a woman in marriage, you have to wait at least seven days for her to make sure that she is clean, the Shivanikim, and only then could she get married. This is actually a big discussion. Some of the corona weddings, they had to switch around the dates. You could come to serious issues because you have to wait seven days from the time when you know you're going to get married. So how does Robin Ram Nachman choke the town and say, hey, I'm ready to get married right now? Explains the Gemara multiple to roots in Terrace number one. Rabbanon Meshadri. The Rabbanon Rabban Rab Nachon would send their messengers before them, Umudilu, and they would tell them that they're coming. So the woman would know that they're eventually going to marry or potentially marry Rabban Rab Nachman, and therefore they would wait to Zayin Nikim. Rabban Rab Nachon didn't really sleep with these women. They weren't really married to them. They just had Yichud with them. Why? It's the Enoi Daimah. If someone knows they could potentially have a woman, then one who does not. And this was their Shemira from Avera. Of course, it's a little bit difficult to understand because the Gemara seems to be saying that they wouldn't wait Zion to keep him. So what's the Pasmasalai? They're not really married. Maybe it's Pasmasalai that if they would want to, they a few days they would be mutter. But that's a larger discussion, discussion not for now. Tana, we learned that a Mishra, Blasman Yaakov, Emer, Lisa, Adam, Ishta, Viedaita, Garsha, person should never marry a woman and have in mind to divorce. This is another statement of Lazbin Yaakov. A woman should never marry a woman and have in mind to divorce her. So Pasik says, Do not devise an evil plan while she's dwelling with you. If you marry her, of course, the mindset is to stay married. And now we begin a new Sigya. We don't have that much time left. 
But this is the follow-up sugya that any time that we have one of these cases in which we're not sure what the status of this marriage is, of this ibam is, of this child is, and we don't know is it Ben Tisha, Larisha, and Ben Sheva Lashani, what happens in the next stage of life? What happens with regard to inheritance? Whose father do we assume? So we dealt with the fact that the kid is a kosher kid. We dealt with the fact that the mother has to bring a carbon, carbon asham taloi. We dealt with the fact that the second kid it might be a moms are, and that's a new discussion. But now, going back to that first child, who we're not sure, is he born from husband number one after nine months, husband number two after seven months? What is his status with regard to Yerusha, with regard to inheritance? So says the Gemara, two lines from the white line, Suffolk, V'yavim, Shabbat, Lachle, V'nechse, Misna. We're going to have many, many cases. We, today we'll learn a few, and tomorrow we'll pick up. So we have the Suffolk. Suffolk refers to the child. This child that was born, we're not sure, is he a Bantisha, nine months from the first to husband, or seven months from the second husband, been. So the Safi comes together with the Yavam, the brother of the deceased, and they come and they want to set the divide the properties of the deceased. One, the Yavam is saying, I get the inheritance, it's my brother. And the child saying, no, it's my father, I'm a Ben Teisha. I was a full-term baby and that was really my father. Safi comes, the Safi says, the child on Abar Misna, I am the son of the deceased, I was a nine-month baby, and it's my properties. And if he gets it, he's the first inheritor, because he's a child, and he gets the whole thing, and the brother gets nothing. But Yavimamar, no, you're my child. You're a seventh-month child. You're from me at. And therefore, you get nothing, because you're my child. And what happens? I get the whole estate, and nothing goes to you at all. Says the Gemara, have a moment I'm with the Pesafik, I'm with the Cholkin. The halacha is, in every case, you have Maman Motobasavik. What do we do? Yach loiku. We split up the money. We split it up. It really comes out that it's to be one third and two thirds. But let's leave it at that for now. Case number two. Safik ubenei yavam shabalach lo misna. Now we have the Safik, this child. And we have the benei yavam. We have the children of the yavam. They're fighting. So Safik amar again, who kavar misno. The suffix says what? The suffix says that I am the child of the deceased brother. And therefore, he is my father. And therefore, the estate is mine. You're our brother. And therefore, you have part of it with us. So what is the story? Is this child really, again, a Bentishel Rishon? If he was a Bentishel Rishon, he would then inherit the brother in place of his father? Or is he a Ben Sheva Lishani, and then he's just another brother? He's another brother with these brothers, and therefore they split it? What do we say over here? They thought it's the following Mishnah, we learn this Mishnah, and then we'll call it a day. Apologies that half the video disappeared. So, Savar, Rabbanic Commander, Mishash, Mimar, it's a Mishnah, it's not, what does the Mishnah say? Who ain't no Yoyish Aisam, the Him Yarshin Aisai? 
The Mishnah discusses, a Mishnah we'll get to in a few months in Navkov, the Mishnah discusses the very similar case, a woman that was divorced, or a woman that her husband died, and then she remarried right away, and she has another child. And again, that child is a Suffolk, Mantisha, Larisha, Mantisha, and again, what do we do with that child? So over there we learned, who ain't no Yerish He, this child, does not inherit them. They aim, but they, the other brothers, the brothers from the new marriage, from the second husband, been Yarshim Aisai, they will inherit him. Because he is not a Vadai, whereas they are a Vadai. Vahachan in our case, Ibcha. And our case, when we have a Suffolk and the Yavam children, it's the exact opposite. Hasam Amrilay, what's the exact opposite? There in the Mishnah, what do they say to him? They tell him, I see Raya Vashakal, bring a Raya that you're, you get something and then you'll take. But Hacha, in our case, Omar Lo, what happens? He says to them, I see Raya Ushkulu. He says to them, bring Araya that you are my brother, and then you'll take. So the Gemara thinks it's our case is very similar to that case, that we have two Tainas of Vadai, and therefore they'll be able to take. And Omar Lo, Rabbi Sharshia, no, me dummy. Hasam inu Vadai viu Safek. Over there it's different. Over here, they're the same level of Suffolk. They're arguing over the Yavam's properties. There we say, bring your Raya, that you are a brother of the Shakal, and you'll be able to take. And that's the end of the case. Tomorrow, Mir Tzashem, we'll pick it up from the Suffolk and the Bnei Yavam, which is really a fourth case, and as well, we'll show some nice pictures on Dafa Chaim, which hopefully should clarify these last two cases, Bisiyata Dishmayo.